Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 5 Absolute Values and a New World Order. 23. God's Strategy for Victory. May 21st, 1992. Omni Shoreham Hotel, Washington, D.C., USA. 10th anniversary of the Washington Times. Distinguished guests, Freedom Award recipients, ladies and gentlemen, as the founder of the Washington Times, I would like to extend my congratulations to the Freedom Award recipients. You richly deserve recognition for your service in the defense of freedom. Tonight, as I look back, I remember the day in 1981 when I decided to create this newspaper. A decisive role in the downfall of communism. I ask you to recall the situation at that time together with me. When the Washington Star collapsed, Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States of America, and the world's inspiration for freedom and democracy, was left with just a liberal newspaper, the Washington Post. That situation was completely unacceptable. At that time, the idea of starting up a new conservative paper to challenge the Post was unthinkable. I assure you that if I had sought political influence, religious propaganda, or personal wealth, the Washington Times would have been the wrong project indeed. The fact is that I have invested close to a billion dollars in this newspaper during the past decade. I founded this newspaper only because I understood that this enterprise was the will and sacred plan of God, who loves America and its Judeo-Christian heritage. God looks to America to assume the central role in saving the world from the collapse of traditional values and in defending the free world from the threat of communism. That is why I, who have dedicated my entire life to the fulfillment of His will, created the Washington Times, to provide America with responsible leadership in fulfilling this providential role without any hesitation. This 10th anniversary celebration commemorates the decisive role played by the Washington Times in the downfall of communism and it anticipates the hope of America and the world for a bright future. In speaking of the future, allow me to share with you my hopes for a world of peace and harmony. The basis of peace and unity is true love. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the most precious thing in the world? It is true love, with God at its center. If there is anything that you cannot gain with money or power, it is true love. True love is unique in that it cannot be actualized except within a relationship. A relationship requires giving and receiving between two beings, a subject partner and an object partner. Love between husband and wife, love between parent and child, and love between brother and sister are all experienced within relationships. In the same way, for God to fulfill the ideal of true love, He created the universe to be in the object partner position. Among all of God's creations, humankind consisting of God's sons and daughters, was created to be God's primary object partner of love. It is only through true love that we can experience true unity between God and human beings, between men and women, and among all the creatures in the world. True love is the ultimate center of all united and absolute values. This love originates from the act of sacrificing oneself for the sake of others. Give of yourselves to others and forget your giving. Then give again. This is the nature of true love. That is why, when God created an object partner of love, He gave of Himself for the sake of that creation. He invested everything He had. God invested 100% and then invested again and again. 
In nature, when air moves, a low pressure area is created. Then, in a cyclical motion, air rushes back to fill the area of low pressure. In human life, when we give our love until we have no more to give, God's unlimited love rushes back into our hearts to fill the void. This is the fundamental truth about the mind. Absolute giving for the sake of others, therefore, will bring us unlimited energy. God stands in the position of subject partner, giving love to humanity. God's original nature of giving love again and again generates a perpetual dynamic motion, characterizing God's eternal existence. It is logical for this to occur. Thus, eternal life is the natural consequence of living according to the way of true love. The special qualities of love include the right of inheritance, the right of equal status, and the right of participation. There may have been occasions when men who became presidents of the United States had wives who had not even graduated from high school. However, when a husband and wife are engaged in mutual true love, what belongs to the husband belongs to the wife at the same time. And since they live together day and night, they both have the right to live in the White House as president and first lady, and both can participate in affairs of the state. Since love has these three important qualities, if you can stand in the position of having God's absolute and unchanging love, you can be where God is. You will have the right to live together with God all the time. When you have accepted this true love of God 100% into your body and mind, the roots of God's love will begin to grow in your heart. Then you will be able to sense everything He feels, and your body automatically will resonate with that. Therefore, filling yourself completely with the true love of God is the essential condition for uniting your mind and body and becoming the eternal object partner of God. If we, as human beings, resonate with God's love and enter a sphere of oneness, then God's love will be our love, God's life will be our life, God's lineage will be our lineage, and God's creation will be our creation. The life of human beings takes after the life of God. The core of his life is true love, which is living for the sake of the object partner. For this reason, God created us according to his principle of living for the sake of others. By living and sacrificing for others, we can realize the ideal of love. With this in mind, we cannot expect world peace to result from the contemporary philosophy of individualism, in which each person lives for himself or herself. It is the intention of evil to destroy the sphere in which the individual dwells as God's object partner. When that occurs, what remains is the individual living only for oneself. This is the fundamental cause of family breakdown, racial conflict, economic disparity, and conflict between religions. I came to America to awaken her youth. America was founded on the Judeo-Christian spirit of love. Then how did it develop this culture of individualism? While fighting communism, I have tried continually to awaken America's youth, and I have repeated my warnings to people in the free world so that they would not be affected by this degenerating pattern. Yet America is still suffering from a variety of social ills. Drug wars, AIDS, and increasing criminal violence still plague this great country. Even the considerable military, economic and intellectual might of America did not and cannot cure these diseases. This is the very reason for my coming to America. I am like a doctor who has been called to treat a wound. Even when I was indicted wrongfully in America, I willingly came back from Korea to answer that summons. That was because I believed that the truth would prevail. I was indicted and imprisoned unjustly. However, I still wish to save America. I even made the decisions that led to the creation of the Washington Times while sitting in the courthouse during my trial. Moreover, 
I gave instructions to start Insight in the World and I magazines while in Danbury Prison. I am proud of the fact that the Washington Times played a decisive role in heightening America's awareness of the threat of communism. Although this country has rejected me repeatedly, I have continued my best efforts to awaken America to its providential responsibility. Insight Magazine publicized the results of its poll on a weekly basis to inform the general public about the direction taken by the congressional leadership. And The World and I, by publishing words of guidance from world-renowned scholars, has attempted to widen the ideological horizon of the future of humanity. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on God's Strategy for Victory. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.